0: Linda Biasetos.
1: Hey, folks. This is Linda Biasetos. I am your host today. Thanks so much for spending some time with me on this great Friday. It's Friday for me. Today's date is September twenty fifth, twenty twenty, and so we all know that um, we're we're just in this uh, in this time where. We're not sure where we are, to be honest with you, but I do know one thing, and that is today the topic is going to be the green industry. Recently read an article that went like this. The green technology and sustainability market size was $8.7 billion industry in 2019 and is projected to reach $44.61 billion by 2026 which means it will be growing a 26 at 26 percent green technology and sustainability market represents the continuing development in the renewable energy sector without hampering the environment or human health so today my guest is Matt Ferrer for for I'm sorry Matt Ferrar, right. and he I was close. So it's okay. <laughs> Matt, is, Matt um, has partnered and helped lead local communities, businesses, and cities toward a more efficient, healthier, and socially responsible ways of operation. And we're going to be hearing more and more about this, Socially responsibility, social responsibility. Today, he is director of UFG and specifically works with Super Green Solutions, which is the leading energy efficient product franchise in the world. They provide energy management solutions to mun- municipality, municipalities, businesses, and homeowners that help them reduce their energy costs and become more self-sufficient. Matt, welcome to the show today.
2: Thank you for having me, Linda.
1: Absolutely. You know, I think that this green energy, this green um, concept is going to do nothing but just explode on us, especially in a good way, going Uh forward. Tell me, Matt, how did you get involved in this green energy industry?
2: Yeah, uh, well, it's, it is certainly a very fast-growing industry, and it's been growing uh, year after year for well over a decade now. Um, I originally got started in this industry um, really just taking a class. I took a class called Energy and Society. And in that class, I realized um, we were traveling country to country during this class and observing countries are using energy differently and that really propelled me to say you know what i want to do this as a career so uh, i began i have a master's in environmental sustainability from the university of pittsburgh and while i was up there um, i really dove in i began working on some community programs dealing with air quality uh, began working as a project manager for the city of pittsburgh Um, and as i was working for the city of pittsburgh i oversaw their climate action plan uh, their department of energy better buildings challenge uh, which essentially was and is a Department of Energy um, program to help buildings become more efficient. So you commit mm. to the program, and they provide a lot of resources to help and educate you to, you know, lower your your carbon footprint. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, from there on, I began really enjoying giving back. So I continued to stay in the local government industry, working for the city of uh, West Palm Beach. Um, I was a sustainability coordinator there, doing everything from water conservation, recycling, to to launching the city's first green business challenge. Uh, And um, that first year, we recruited 67 businesses uh, to be a part of a growing movement of trying to understand how they can become greener. Um, And uh, moving from there, I began working more in-depth on the energy management side for the city of Fort Lauderdale. I uh, oversaw the electricity and energy consumption of about one hundred and forty buildings for the city's infrastructure and their electric vehicle um, electric vehicle network, the public network for ev charging stations um, put together the the city's first energy management plan um, and at that same time began teaching as an adjunct professor for environmental studies and policy at everglades university um so that's all to say that is a little bit about about my background and i'm I'm at United Franchise Group. I've been here for two years, uh, and the main purpose, the main, you know, drive is is helping franchise owners, helping people who want to start in this industry, educating them, and really helping them excel to create a ripple effect, uh, per mm-hmm. se, in their communities. And you know, we have 35 franchises in five countries, and we're growing. And you know, I like to say that I really enjoy that fulfillment of of educating those business owners in that pursuit. So
1: what's true? Matt, what drew you to Supergreen Solutions? What was it about them, other than the fact that certainly they, that
2: um, their philosophy aligns with yours? Was there something mm-hmm. in particular that struck you? Yes, and it's really just one thing. It was people wanting to be entrepreneurs uh, and helping their business community become greener. And understanding that my role was to help those individuals, taking my experience and helping them navigate that space, uh, was both challenging and, and extremely rewarding. Um, you know, I think anybody who's really passionate about this industry and wants to get in, they really don't know where to start. And, you know, what we have at Super Green Solutions is, is a great start to grow a career, uh, to be your own boss in the uh, green, iner- green energy and green industry space.
1: Mm-hmm. And as if we, uh, uh, as we were talking in the green room before the show kicked off, um, I do believe, and and we agree with this, that there is going to be so much more uh, attention and focus. And I've already seen more focus in the mm-hmm. the green, and and more um, uh, people being more aware of the environment. So I would imagine that. This particular segment is gonna do nothing but it just grow even more, right?
2: Yeah, I mean every indicator uh, and every stat is is already proving that. Um, you have different parts of the industry. I like to call sustainability an umbrella. It is an umbrella because almost everything can fall underneath it, and you've kind of got to be a, a jack of all trades um, to be a truly a, a true expert of it. Um, but you know, with Super Green Solutions franchise owners, we're not trying to make them an expert of all things. We try to concentrate them. But um, but in in that sustainability umbrella, every and that umbrella includes energy efficiency, water conservation, recycling, uh, transportation, air quality. I mean, it's all these different things. Uh, and each one of those has increased in importance uh, every year. That's probably for the last 15 years.
1: Mm-hmm. So tell me a little bit about the products and services that Supergreen Solutions offers?
2: Yeah, a great question, Linda. I think just when I, when I mentioned we like to provide a little bit of focus because it's such a wide industry and a lot of the times people starting with franchising, especially in this area, um, almost take a step back because they feel like they don't they can't be an expert in everything, and and we really help train them to understand what they need to focus in and be good at. And so the main things that we focus our franchisees in um, is uh, how to sell solar. Two, uh, how to provide very simple uh, lighting audits so that you can help businesses upgrade to LED. Um, A third would be uh, helping them and you had mentioned it even earlier, uh, manage their energy. So we actually have proprietary software that we use that uh, businesses can use to track and uh, more easily attain analytics of how they use your utilities and come up with a game plan and a strategy to lower that consumption. And then in addition to that, uh, we like uh, we're really kind of going headfirst uh, into the air purification, sanitation, uh, sanitization market. And we have been in that. We're really just growing in that space even more just because of, you know, the current environment that we're in. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have businesses beginning to open, and they're finding a more importance of creating healthy indoor spaces. And uh, we all know that indoor air quality has always been important, but now it's more important than ever. Oh, absolutely.
1: And, um, yeah, it, it's so interesting during this pandemic, during the quarantine around the world, the air cleared up, the air
2: quality changed drastically. Well, it why, did. shouldn't that tell us something? <laughs> yeah, no, I remember, I think the, the month or two when lockdowns began, really around the world, uh, you had journalists on the ground taking pictures. Of these urban centers, and it was mm-hmm. uh, literally night and day uh, a difference when it came to being able to see uh, a downtown area versus not being able to see it because of the smog and pollution and mm-hmm. it made people realize after seeing those pictures what a difference it it makes actually paying attention to Exhaust, paying attention to smog, paying attention to all of these these factors that go into the air quality index, which eventually goes into a business center, a retail location, uh, and your customers. And and now we have the the pandemic that's stressing the importance of clean air. Uh, and it's it's exciting. It's an exciting time to be a franchise owner.
1: Absolutely, I'm sure it is. Uh, especially for uh, Super Green Solutions, it's just. You guys um, are probably one of those industries that have been pushed to the forefront because of this. Yeah. Now, people really do want to
2: hear more about it, don't they? Mm-hmm. No, that, and it's absolutely true. I think the the very first month, it was March, uh, when everything really started happening, we saw an uptick of people calling us and interested in franchising more so than the previous three months when there wasn't a pandemic. So it mm-hmm. goes to show you that, this industry is resilient. Number one, but number two, that it 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 began to be more important. Mhm.
1: Mm-hmm. So let's talk a little bit about what it looks like um, to be a franchisee for mm-hmm. Super Green Solutions. So um, you say that it's not necessary for someone to uh, be educated or be maybe an environmentalist prior coming, and that that y'all train them, what does that training look like?
2: Yeah. So what we do is we really try to, if you have a background in it or not, uh, what we do is we help the franchise owners um, start with just basic online training, very fundamental foundational knowledge of what it means to do an energy audit, right? What what does that even mean? Uh, What does it mean to – learn about solar, right, with the basic principles behind that. Uh, What is it, what is a typical LED light bulb do, and how is it different than an incandescent? And then we take them into school for another, uh, for actually a full week of training with myself and the rest of my team to really go into the details of all of these different industries, uh, solar, LED, electric vehicle charging stations, indoor air quality and air filtration, all these different things that they're going to be doing and helping business owners achieve. And then we go a step further. So we did a week in training, and now you have uh, a week, what we call our setup week. We'll we'll send out uh, a business expert, uh, one of our team members, to go out there for an additional week at their location and help them take everything they've learned in school and begin starting their business. That's beginning sales and marketing, everything to actually launch that business.
1: So is this a, um, is it a brick and mortar? Is it a home-based business? How is it
2: set up? Yeah. Uh, so I think it goes back a little bit. Um, when you mentioned now is the best time, it really is because a few years ago, we made the pivot to be home-based. And it almost played into our hands because what are people looking for now from a franchise perspective is they're looking for businesses that don't require a lot of um, upfront capital, doesn't require right. a lot of overhead costs and lease and rental agreements and furnishing, um, but also can I do this mobile and remote because that seems to be the way business is going. So we were yeah. positioned really well, and it is a home-based model. hmm
1: and so, who are
2: I could add home based mm-hmm. Sorry, if I could add a home-based, slash virtual office or co-working space model. <laughs>
1: yes, yes, yeah. Those have become very popular. Um, in fact, I just recently interviewed Venture X, and yes. um, that um, they are becoming very, very popular these days. So, it's, mm-hmm. uh, I think those will be. We'll see a lot more of those popping up.
2: Yeah, no, VentureX so, has is, is exploded, mm-hmm. and, and I think just the, the pandemic and everything going on with businesses being more remote and, and you have these large businesses being taken out of these huge spaces and going to these co-working spaces plays really well into VentureX as well.
1: So when you're looking for, when you've got a franchisee and they're uh, looking for prospective clients, who mm-hmm. are those prospective clients, and how do they go about reaching them?
0: Yeah. Those
2: prospective clients are their small and medium-sized businesses in their own community. You know, when we have um, an area that we identify for a new franchise owner, we map out this this territory, a territory of businesses that will become their clientele. And those businesses are those small and medium-sized businesses that don't really have the resources as huge, big box or, you know, right. multinational corporations. These are people that need help now and can turn around projects much quicker and um, usually contract out that work. And that's where our franchisees kind of meet them perfectly in the middle. Mm-hmm.
1: And do you help them? And I know that you mentioned that someone would go into the territory. So what does that school calling
2: look yeah. like? Because
1: initially that's what it is.
2: Mm-hmm. So uh, it comes down to kind of just business one on one that we teach them, and we pay attention to over the course of, of their franchise ownership, and, and that is how to attract, retain, and cross sell customers, and uh, we we teach them everything from digital marketing, uh, and that and that includes everything from you know LinkedIn to Facebook to everything from a, a digital website, social media presence, to your uh, very traditional. I almost like to say old-school way of doing business face-to-face, but face-to-face has kind of adapted and changed right now. So mm-hmm. I, I like to say virtual face-to-face, uh, where you're doing networking events, uh, now virtually, uh, where you are um, uh, continuing to meet these businesses out, uh, sometimes physically, and going to these store locations and just introducing yourself. You know, a lot of times if it's a local business that you're very familiar with, which franchise owners are starting businesses, starting these franchises in communities that they're very familiar with. Uh, They might have an existing network of businesses they already know. And now they're trained and equipped to meet them at a completely different level. Uh, Mm -hmm. And I mean, and, and then we also do, uh, we partner with agencies to help them get uh, leads as well. So it's, it's really a multi-pronged, multi-channel approach for business development.
1: And do they have uh, a way to provide? I don't know if "quotes" is the right word for it, but when they go into an, a business and they mm-hmm. are evaluating everything, is there? Do you have a proprietary system? How, what do they use, or, and how do they know how to provide quotes
2: for these businesses? Yeah, no, that's that's a uh, an interesting question because you know, for example, a lighting audit. Uh, most businesses, the first thing that they should be doing is upgrading to LED just because it's the quickest return on, on investment. So we have software that they use uh, that helps them really walk through a building very quickly with a business owner and be able to generate a report with the customer to see this is what you have. Here's the replacement. Here's the estimated costs. And nice. outside of a lighting audit, uh, there's different financing mechanisms so, for example, let's say that they wanted to uh, – you have a business park, and the business park is realizing that electric vehicle ch- electric vehicles aren't going away. They're only increasing in, in in abundance, and they're saying, you know what, we really need to attract these owners by putting in electric vehicle charging stations.
0: Uh, mm-hmm. So they'll
2: reach out to a Super Green Solutions franchise owner. That franchise owner will quote them uh, just through a, a digital quoting, a digital invoice, uh, and be able to um, – exceed their expectations and deliver those charging stations uh, and install them as well.
1: Yeah, that's nice. That is nice. Now, <laughs> Matt, going forward in the, uh, in the, in the green industry, what yeah. changes do you see coming down the road? Cause I'm sure you are seeing and hearing a rumbling that yeah. maybe the rest of us are not hearing. What do you see mm-hmm. on the horizon?
2: Um, so, when I think about the horizon, um, it makes me really focus in on the now because the now is the horizon. The change has already happened, and it will happen continually going forward. Uh, and that change is indoor indoor air and occupant health. Uh, and you've had – remember I talked about that sustainability umbrella. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, lo- I like to say the, the ugly stepchild of sustainability was – indoor air quality and uh, sometimes you might see it referred to as iaq and it was often just not given attention to because there was more pressing things such as energy and and water conservation uh, that resources were poured into but now it's kind of flipped on its head so what you have and from a trend standpoint is you have business owners saying i really need to open up safely and i need to have signage for my customers when they walk in these doors, that gives them the peace of mind that this Mm -hmm. indoor space is safe for them and their families. So you're finding that air purification and sanitization is on the forefront of importance, especially Mm -hmm. for businesses that have opened already and for those businesses that are beginning to open from specific county or state restrictions.
1: Mm-hmm. and you're not talking about just changing the air filter are you
2: no no so there's there's a lot to it there from a very basic standpoint you have HEPA filters and HEPA filters are, are medical grade filters that can filter out uh, bacteria allergens and viruses uh, just through the system itself but There's also uh, units that our franchisees are equipped and trained on uh, that can help sanitize the air and surface as well. So uh, these are um, a lot of the times are plug and play, where it doesn't require a lot of upfront capital for the business owner. Um, But at the end of that, what happens is you have a sanitized environment, not just a purified environment. There's a a difference, Um, a sanitized environment that helps uh, the business owners and the customers uh, have a lot more uh, safety uh, and kind of an ease doing business with that um, that business.
1: And there are businesses. Well, all of this, uh, most businesses are concerned about this, but there are some that are even more concerned, such as gyms. Oh yeah, you know, fitness centers.
2: gyms, salons, uh, yeah. fitness centers, schools. Yeah. Uh, you're seeing this industry explode, and and I'm not joking. There. I'm not really you know um, trying to uh, push this up as as something bigger. Um, you know, I've a part of my, my duties and responsibilities leading Super Green Solutions is is staying on the forefront of these changes and being able to introduce and train franchisees on these new technologies. Uh, and when we talk about just air quality in general and the products out there that help achieve. Um, pure and sanitized air. You know, we we have amazing products that our Super Green Solutions franchise owners have, but it's only a fraction of what's out there because all these businesses that have been producing it have, are on backorder. Uh, sure. You know, there's been there's been a lot of them where we can't even get product in the door. So this is it, it. Just proves that you know, from a franchise owner standpoint, you're you're going to be set up for success right out of the gate. Because this is it's a now thing, but it's also a forever thing in my mind i I, I mm-hmm. really feel like occupant health is going to be one of the first things that business owners think about when it comes to opening or remodeling a property
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now when you talk about opening your doors, is this something that you can launch your business with just yourself or Do you need to have technicians, or what does that look like?
0: So
2: from a franchise owner standpoint? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So a lot of the times we might hear a rebuttal that says, well, you know, this is really for uh, construction professionals. And although they're really well-suited, it is a little bit farther from the truth because a lot of the times in this industry you have – business owners that subcontract this work out to those licensed professionals. And the really good thing about that is that business owner can just really focus on the sales and marketing for their business instead of the minutia of keeping up with licenses, of training your uh, technicians right. for all the small things. So we, we teach them, if they don't have a, a contractor's license, we teach them to work with those contractors so that they can continue building their business and building on those mm-hmm. things that they do well. Yeah, yeah, I can definitely see that.
1: Uh, Matt, (laughs) we're coming down to commercial break. So when we come back, do you happen to have some
2: stories that you could share with our listeners? Absolutely. I'd love to share them when we come back.
1: Very good. Folks, we'll be right back with more about green energy.
2: House Talk Radio. Join Tony and Wendy Gambone on House Talk Radio, where they talk all things house. From tips on home repairs and remodeling, to best practices on buying and selling a home, hiring contractors, home loans, and insurance. As well as decorating ideas and how to get the most bang for your buck. If you would like more information about House Talk Radio, go to housetalkradio.com.
1: Do you know a family fighting cancer? The Jest Foundation nonprofit was founded right here in Katy, Texas, by cancer survivor Michelle Perzan, whose vision is to assist those currently fighting by providing grants to help support family needs, whether spiritually, emotionally, or financially. Michelle and her family know all too well that there comes a time when the day to day needs we take for granted become impossible. Just Foundation has been able to bless 100% of the applications submitted and now they need your help. Find out more by going to justfoundation.org.
0: Are you dreaming of owning your own business but just don't know where to begin? The wait is now over. Linda Biestetos is a catalyst to becoming a business owner through franchising. Whether you are looking to create a living that will allow you to leave corporate America, Change your lifestyle, allowing you to enjoy the fun things in life, or if you're looking to build a legacy that will support your family for years to come. Contact Linda today to start the process of being your own boss. Linda at empowerfranchiseconsulting.com 832-640-4922. Hi,
1: hey folks. Welcome back to All Things Franchising. We're here with Matt Ferrer,
2: and we are Hello. talking about... Can you hear me, Matt? I, I can. No, I was just saying hello. <laughs>
1: okay, good deal. So, when we, when we broke for commercial week, um, break, I asked if you happen to have some stories that you could share with
2: our listeners. Absolutely. Uh, so, one thing that I think is, is, is certainly a benefit of being a Supergreen Solutions franchise owner is you have that liberty to really focus in on some of the areas that are popular. And that are doing really well from a demand standpoint, but you have some flexibility to do some really unique projects as well that fall underneath that sustainability umbrella. So, you know, one of them um, is we have a franchisee out of Chicago, uh, and uh, one of the areas that we introduced uh, actually earlier this year was solar window films. Uh, And solar window films help in a variety of different ways, but, you know, at the end of the day, they help reduce the amount of. Uh, electricity that a building needs to use because you're helping to fill out fill. Um, you're really helping to uh, reduce the amount of solar radiation solar heat thermal um, heat coming into a building because of a solar film. And uh, one of one of the stories is uh, they were recently opening up a chain of Wahlburger restaurants run by mm-hmm. Mark Wahlberg and, and his family uh, mm-hmm. over there in Chicago, and um, he was able uh, to to meet with the Wahlburger team. And the first chain in Chicago, uh, they signed up and and signed a contract with him to get all of their their new windows for their facility to have these solar window films uh, and um, talking to him about continuing to do that for other chains in the area. Um, Mm -hmm. And from a kind of a a now standpoint was uh, one of the unique things that I was, if I haven't hit on already, was a little bit of the sanitation, but... Mixing uh, sanitation, sanitization, and and technology. So one of our franchisees out of Charleston is uh, prototyping uh, sanitization drones, and um, this is a project that he's currently demoing with potential clients, uh, running demo projects that is using these drones to actually sanitize the exterior of arenas and large buildings that by hand or by manual labor would take days and maybe even Wow! can be done in a couple of hours. Uh, and that's, it's, I'm really looking and I'm working with him through this project and kind of asking the questions and making sure that he's thinking about it the right way from a business development standpoint, because that potential is, is huge. Um, and then from an additional standpoint, uh, we have the increase of grow, grow, uh, Grow facilities. So for for marijuana, you have a lot of these indoor facilities that require a lot, a lot of light, and right. we're finding that our franchisees are positioned really well to help these grow centers help them with retrofitting their lighting to be more efficient. And there's now uh, we have vendors that specialize in grow lights that are LED. Wow. So I mean, These are these are three examples of kind of where the industry is growing and and how we're from a franchisor standpoint. We always try to help our franchisees enter in these markets uh, and be positioned well should they see the demand in their area.
1: Yeah, and what you're describing is each of your franchisees find that, um, that category, that niche that they're yeah. attracted to, and mm-hmm. they can just focus on that if they want, Right.
2: Yeah, so uh, like I mentioned before in the very beginning of the call, you know, we have our main focuses that's solar, that's LED, and that's, you know, indoor air quality and, and and I'd even go as far as electric vehicle charging stations. Um but we always give the liberty to a franchise owner to say, "Hey, if you see an emerging market for something in your area, let's collaborate and we'll help you." Yeah. And yeah. and that's what we're really adapt and flexible to do.
1: mm mm-hmm. Mhm
2: wow I, I love all of this.
1: Um, Matt. we're getting close to the end of the show. If somebody's listening now and you have just um, really gotten their attention here, how would they get in touch with you? How would they find out more information about uh, super green solutions?
2: Yeah, um I'd say the best way uh, i I try to make myself very available, uh, so I, I'd like to just extend my actual email. Um, mm-hmm. and uh, you can reach me at M, as in Matt, uh, and then my last name, uh, Ferrer, that's F as in Frank, E-R-R-E-R, uh, at UFG, as in United Franchise Group, so UFG Corp, like a corporation, so UFGCorp.com. Wonderful.
1: Very good. Well, we have uh, we're down to those final three questions, and the first one is? If there is someone listening who's considering purchasing a franchise, what would you yeah.
2: suggest that they do
1: to prepare for that process?
2: Um, well, if if they're interested, at least from a Super Green Solutions standpoint, they should the first step they should do is go to SuperGreenSolutionsFranchise.com. That's going to be able to really educate them. Uh, there's some really great downloadables that will educate them about just franchising 101, not just industry-specific items, to get them that confidence and really get them um, that uh, initial questions about what is franchising all about. Uh, so that's supergreensolutionsfranchise.com. Um, and then the next step after that is actually just speaking with, with one of our team members here. Uh, we don 't do any anything that's uh, what we do is we really try to help answer the questions right out of the gate there's especially mm-hmm. if they're new from a franchising standpoint um, they may not know you know what the, what all the value adds are we 'll answer those questions for them mm-hmm. awesome.
1: Second question is what are two traits that make a successful franchisee
2: Yeah, uh, those two traits, in my opinion, would be a uh, in this industry, a passion for green mm-hmm. uh, I think anybody who's really successful at what they do is because they have a passion for it sure uh, and so that would be number one, and number two is a a want to be your own boss. Uh, mm-hmm. Those two traits alone would be the most important two traits starting uh, a business in mm-hmm. this area.
1: Sure. Um, actually, in in the industry, they just they have to know that being their own boss, there's some work involved in that.
2: Yes, there and, is. But
1: if you're, and and that's why it's important to be passionate about mm-hmm. a, the what you're in, because when you're exhausted at the end of the day, what gets you up the next morning is not that you were exhausted at the end of that day. It's the mm-hmm. passion to want you to get out of bed for the next day. Right.
2: You nailed it, Linda. You nailed it.
1: Yeah. yeah. So the final question here is, what does the future of franchising look like?
2: Um, Yeah. I mean, the future of franchising is growth. You have more people this year that have expressed interest in owning their own business and franchising than we've seen in a very long time. And a lot of that has to deal with what this pandemic exposed. And um, it exposed a huge area that people maybe take for granted every day, and that is um, business loyalty to them. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. being your own boss, uh, you don't have to worry about that. And with unpredictability from hiring practices uh, and just stability in the job market in general, you're having franchising grow as a more important option for those individuals who are ready for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. it is going to continue to grow in importance as it has been. We've been franchising for 35 years, uh, and there's a reason we've been franchising for that long. It's because people are continuing to own their own businesses, and we are that great avenue for them to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: awesome. Matt, one more time, if somebody's listening and you've really gotten their interest and um, how would they find out more information um, about the Supergreen Solutions?
2: Yeah, absolutely. You can visit uh, our website at supergreensolutionsfranchise.com, uh, and then there's some, some great information on there, and then there's a form there where you can uh, very easily just submit your name and your number, uh, and that way we can uh, get a hold of you and uh, be able to answer your initial questions or uh the the uh, maybe even the quicker option is emailing me directly. Uh and that uh, my email is is uh, M as and Matt and then my last name Ferrer, F-E-R-R-E-R at UFGcorp.com.
1: Wonderful. Matt, thanks so much for being on the show today.
2: I've learned so much and I really look forward to seeing where Supergreen Solutions is going. Thank you so much, Linda, and I appreciate uh, everything. Very good,
1: you know so folks, it you don't have to be a scientist to know that places that used to that never flooded, they flood now the The fires out in uh, on the west coast uh, they' be, they're becoming more and more prevalent and more and more dangerous and more destructive. So it has to get your attention just a little bit. So I going to leave you with this quote. And the quote is by someone that you may be surprised. So the quote goes like this. As yet, the wind is an untamed and unharnessed force. And quite possibly, one of the greatest discoveries hereafter to be made will be the taming and the harnessing of that. That's a quote by Abraham Lincoln. He even knew back then, we need to do something. Folks, thanks so much for joining me on All Things Franchising. See you next time.
0: Another great episode of All Things Franchising is now in the books. You can listen to past shows by following All Things Franchising on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for joining us today. And be sure not to miss us next time when we bring you a brand new episode of All Things Franchising.